so, my guy, Dr. Grove, kind of put me on this. And, and, and I want to get right into something that I think is going to be uh, big for personal trainers, man. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a craft and a career path that I highly respect. I was a trainer for years uh, back in Atlanta. I first got into it when I was at Kennesaw State. And when I was there, you know, it was, it was something that I, I really enjoyed. And I've been working out since I was 13. My mom got me a 300-pound weight bench set because I pitched her on, you know, the fact that I got to be ready to go play high school football and I need to, get, need to get it in. So that whole summer, me and my boys just hit the gym. I mean, in my, hit the basement, I should say. And we literally just did bench press and curls every, every day. We didn't do any legs. <laughs> just bench pressing and curls. That's, that's all we knew at 13. And I got that bar stuck in my chest many times, man. I did a little rock off to the side thing so I can get the plates off. Those that work out know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was something that I've always enjoyed. And so, you know, during college, after I'm at my fourth college, because I played around in school, just partying for the most part, and I'm getting ready to leave Kennesaw State. I started my own personal training business called Stay Fit. Really enjoyed it, man. Had it um, where we were, you know, just running around the city doing boot camps, and we had trainers doing, you know, um, uh, lots of workouts at different apartment complexes and whatnot. It was a great time. Really, really had a fun time being a trainer, but got burned out because I wanted to make some money. I wanted to make more money than what I was making. Didn't probably know how to scale it. Didn't know anything about branding. Didn't know anything about creating content at the time. I mean, this was early. This was early, you know, the 09s, uh, 08s of the, world, of the world, right? Matter of fact, it was the recession. I remember this. So it was 08. But anyway, long story short, fast forward, that's what got me into sales. And it got me thinking because Dr. Grove, the guy that put me on an OMAD diet, I was just telling you about. He was like, dude, I need you to create some content for trainers to teach them how to sell. And now I've been selling now, right, for a good uh, 10 plus years, almost 12 years now. B2B sales, I should say. And so I'm like, yeah, 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 I will. You know, one of those times you're like, yeah, yeah, I will. And you don't really think too much about it. You're like, yeah, that's a nice idea, but you didn't really put any effort into it. And so he's like, no, no, I need you to do this because this is him pitching me again. Dr. Grove comes back, you know, he's like, hey, I need you to do this because I'm creating a course to help trainers on how to um, educate them on what's the right proper routines, exercise, lifestyle, post-surgery, post getting any type of stem cell, exosome, PRP injections, all those biologics, all that regen medicine type of activities that, that's really taken off these days. And I was like, okay. So he has a course that he's launching off for the guys over at MediFit, and they do a whole tons of courses around helping stroke patients and like a lot of other joint rehab, um, you know, post-surgical work that's mainly geared for fitness professionals to help them bridge the gap between medical and fitness, which I think is, 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 is the wave, is the future. I don't think anybody's going to argue that because it's already here. It's happening. And so I, I want to give a, a quick rundown of what I think every trainer that wants to help in that process of bridging the gap between fitness and medical and get out of this uh, aesthetics, because that's where I was caught up when I was a trainer. I was like, man, Back in 08, I was like, man, you know, it makes too much sense for people that are really dealing with lifestyle issues like my family is, right? Like high blood pressure, um, diabetes, you know, the list goes on, right? These lifestyle diseases that, man, there's a healthier way to kind of go about training them and getting them to, to see the big picture. But you got to be partnered in with another healthcare provider. And at the time, I didn't really have the savvy to understand how to really connect those dots. But fast forward 12 years, I, I mean, it makes total sense. Now that I'm still in the space working in health tech, and I do a lot of consulting, and I sell products to a lot of these private practice owners, I really understand that a lot better from a consulting standpoint. So let me run, dive right into it. I don't want to kind of prolong this conversation anymore. 
it's a four-step process, man. It's not complicated, but really easy. So first and foremost, I think that, you know, you need to understand the, the landscape, right? So for personal trainers and uh, health coaches or anybody that strives to kind of help work with, with patients post-surgery or before they're doing any type of injections or going through that regenerative medicine cycle, if, you, if you're interested in this space, this is what you do. First step, number one, get an understanding of the lay of the land. So understand all the major, and I'm talking about, make a list of 20, 25 if possible, at least 20. Every town has at least 20 people. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma right now. There's 20 people here. If there's, there's 20 in Tulsa, there's 100 in Atlanta, there's 1,000 in, in like LA. I mean, and these are places that, that they're spread out, but just do a Google search on regenerative medicine. Look for things around exosome injections. Look for people that are doing any type of stem cell injections. Look for people that are sports chiropractors, sports physical therapists. And you essentially want to see people that are cash-based as well. And this is important, right? You want to look for people that are cash-based because they are not relying on the insurance system to help drive business, meaning that they have to be more entrepreneurial and are looking for partners. You understand where this is going? Partners that will help bring them and help retain new business because they're not looking for the insurance or the man to kind of pay them out. So it's an important piece of the puzzle. So look on their website and see if they accept Visa, MasterCard, cash, right? Simple stuff here. After you made your list, I want you to create your own show. Now this could be, I say show because I love audio because I don't, I don't look good enough to be on video every day even though I'm doing some video right now. But I, I like audio, but this can be done on YouTube. This could be done with a blog. It doesn't really matter what your medium is. You know, written, audio, or video, it's all the same. Video is the holy grail because you can do both. That's why I'm doing this one because it's too important for me not just to keep uh, on audio only. But come up with a show. I say you either base it around your personal brand. So whatever you are known as online, on Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you are, you know, your personal brand is the best way to go. So the Joe Lemon Show, this will be there. You can look for it. It's out there. <laughs> and, you know, or, or a better way, especially if you do a short-term type of, um, you know, series with like, let's say, a 10 or 15 episode series talking about different, different topics. So you don't have to commit to this for a long term, but name it on your location. So if you're in Atlanta, call it the Atlanta Regen Medicine Show, the Atlanta, you know, wellness show, right? Whatever you want to call it. You go to a free platform. You can get you can get fancy with it if you want to, and you can get into Spreaker and going doing your own hosting and all that on blue on uh, what's the other ones, Blueberry and you know Podbean. I have I have a show there, but all those paid stuff. But you can go to the free ones, right? Free ones are easy. I would say you can go to Anchor.fm, launch your own free podcast. You can do this on Clubhouse as well. It's all the same. And what you want to do is off of that list. Step number one. Step number two, you launch your show on either one of those free platforms. Start free, you can get fancy and pay for it if you want to. You invite those people from your list. You go to LinkedIn. I like LinkedIn because you get organic reach there. You can do this on, on Instagram DMs too. It's just less likely to get the reach. Uh, uh, Instagram also puts you like in a little junk folder. Um, but I say just go to, right to LinkedIn and shoot, a, and shoot a, a direct message to them, invite them on the show, say, hey, I noticed that you're offering Regen Medicine Services. We'd love to have you on, on the show, right? And have your show title. Don't write a novel. Like, don't make this a super long 
crazy pitch. People kill me with this, man. They don't even know you. Why are you, why are you writing this, this four-page letter to a stranger? Right, people don't have time to read stuff from their mom, <laughs> let alone you know spend time hearing something from a stranger. So make your pitch short, sweet, to the point, three to four sentences. Hey, I love what you're doing. Really interested. We're in the same city. Type of setup, right? Show your commonalities. Then get right to it. Hey, I would love to have you on the show for a 30, 45 minute, hour max long conversation interview. Just want to highlight you and what you're doing. And so that's step number three. You're just reaching out, cold outreach. Leading with value, right? This is going to go on the real value exchange. This is what, that's what this whole show is about. I'm leading with value. I'm offering them a chance to highlight themselves. This is why it's important that you don't go to the person that's relying on insurance because it's less important. They get their value or they get their new business and they get their patience from the insurance company. You want person that, a person that is relying on being a self-generated type of business. You want somebody that is relying on advertising and marketing. So any clinics that you see doing any Facebook ads, any Google SEO ads, like that's the people at the top, you guys know this stuff now. People that are paying for that type of stuff, that's the person you want to reach out to because they're someone that's spending ad dollars or some, or some money to help sustain or generate new business. You invite them on the show you big up them, you, you highlight their, their stuff that's positive about what they're up to. Nothing but just, you know, keep it interesting, you know, backgrounds if you want to, or talk about the actual, you know, th their actual process of how they go about treating certain injuries, biggest outcome, use cases, all that stuff, right? You guys, you have to learn a little bit about this industry before you try to get some patience into it. That's something else. So you spend some time doing that, interviewing them. What people don't understand what happens is what happens after you turn off the mic, right? You, what happens after the mic is the magic, man. And you get into this place where you get to ask them about where they're taking their business on some real stuff. And they'll open up, man, because you spend time on the microphone with them now. You guys are you guys are going beyond just the surface level networking, added some old breakfast and, and bagels type of setup. You guys are probably pushing on something that's way more interesting. You talk about family, you talk about goals on the show, off air, you're gonna really open up because that's just what happens as humans, right? When you share, whenever you give love, people give love back normally. That's how this, this that's how this works. So that will naturally unfold. And that's where you figure out if there's any referral opportunities based off of what you're learning and what you're doing and how you're educating and pouring into yourself and learning more about this regen medicine space. You don't force it. You don't oversell it. You don't pitch about things that you're not capable of doing. But you literally just come in as a student wanting to learn more. And then you want to see if there's any opportunity for you to work with them on taking care of their patients post-surgery, post-injection, post-exome treatment, post, you know, adjustment, whatever their, whatever their specialty is, that's where you kick it in, in the high gear and figure out if there's any opportunities there. You don't oversell what you're capable of. You ask and just see if there's opportunities. And the biggest thing that I think people need to understand about being confident, having confidence when you're a salesperson and you're selling anything, people are afraid of being known as a salespeople. It kills me. But we're all selling something, right? If you have any agenda that you're up to, you're selling something. And what you have to get comfortable doing is asking questions that you don't know the answers to. Spend time getting comfortable with silence. Not a long drawn out thing, but give yourself a half a beat. Ask the question and see if there's any opportunities without over talking someone. This is another part about interviewing that's really interesting. So with that said, guys, you know what, man, if you got any value out of this, if this is interesting to you, I would love for somebody to try this. Man, reach out to your 20 people. 
man, I promise you, you're going to have four people hit you up. You probably won't even get to the full list of 20. But, man, I mean, look, every time I've done it, 75% response rate. It just is what it is. People love the fact when you do have, when you're giving something up front with no strings attached. People love that. So I'm almost positive it's going to work for you on the back end. We'd love to know if it's working. If it is working, man, we'd love to get you on the show. We'd love to talk about your experience doing this and really deploying this and see if you made any type of decent biz dev connections. Not selling, but just biz dev stuff, right? So if that's of any interest up to you, reach out to me at joe at joealexlemon.work. Or if you're interested in being a part of the Marathon Selling Club, man, go to joealexlemon.work. Check out what we got going over at salesculture.co. Man, and um, it's about having a legacy, man. It's bigger than you. It's got to be bigger than what you're trying to pitch and close at the moment. You got to think long-term and, and selling with integrity. So with that said, guys, hopefully you guys got some value. Look forward to hearing from you, from the people that are willing to be brave enough to try this and hit me up and let me know so we can try to collab on some content. With that said, I'm out.